0: By the way, I'm naked. God damn
1: it! <laughs> yeah.
2: And that just found its way into the intro. Welcome, welcome everyone to. You should check it out. Uh, Thursday edition. Wait, hold on. It's Wednesday, isn't it? Well, it'll be released Indeed. on Thursday. This is. This has been. This has been a heck of a week for me. For all of us. <laughs> and a heck of a day. But uh, broadcasting live from uh, a dumpy basement in Eldersburg, Maryland. Uh, this is. You should check it out. We got a big show in front of us today episode number 11 Nick's got some kind of uh animal safari report of some kind Uh, Greg he's going to be talking about some kind of some German band and uh I'm going to be talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame but without any further ado I'll send it over to our our man in Bethel Pennsylvania yeah I'm out here in the
0: sticks man you know I'm reporting
2: for duty (laughs)
0: uh and uh just checking in, you know. Nah. What's the
2: weather like that, like there in Bethel?
0: It's actually pretty crummy today. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, it's been great the past couple of days. Yeah, but today it was cold, windy, rainy. But for a for a Cali boy like me, uh, I guess you could say that right now. But uh, it's it was kind of a breath <laughs> of fresh air, you know.
2: But um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, what's your What's your song for today, buddy?
0: I would like to play Town by Wolfpack and then have a little chit chat about these guys.
2: Wolfpack. Ask and you shall receive, sir. Thank you. Yeah, buddy, Deantown by Wolfpack. Yeah, brother. And I I can't be alone in thinking, like, the first time that I actually heard them, they popped up on my Spotify feed. I did think they were a German band, because, you know, the the cover of the album, that, The Beautiful Game, it's got a soccer player on there. It looks very That's German. Right. It sounds very German. But uh, no, just a bunch of American nerds. Michigan. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, you're listening to You Should Check It Out. My name's Jay. I'm Nick.
0: And I'm Greg.
2: And Greg. Uh, you must have wanted to talk about Wolfpack for some reason. So,
0: well, I just I saw an article on Billboard dot com about how they had sold out Madison Square Garden.
3: Really? Which, yeah. Without
0: a record label or a manager, they're just an independently run uh, situation. That, you know. That, that is got, an impressive. They've feat. got a whole bunch yeah. of cool little things. It, well, especially in this day and age, I mean, think about it. People are having such a difficult time getting out there, even though there's all these amazing ways of doing it. But Wolfpack, you know, is someone just, they kind of came up on my radar. I had a friend who mentioned them, someone kind of in the jam band scene. And I guess mm-hmm. what happened with these guys, their story is that they all met in college at Ann Arbor, Michigan. And mm-hmm. then what I heard is that they moved to New York because they figured, well, you know, jazz funk. now. I, Don't quote me on this, but someone uh, who sort of knew them better than I did um, shared this with me, and that after that didn't quite work out the way they expected, they then like migrated over to L.A., and they are still there. And Mm. for some reason, like being out there sort of kind of clicked better for them. So they even have a song about it called Christmas in L.A., which I also recommend. But anyway... um, these guys are, uh, you know, they've kind of pioneered this new genre that, you know, I like to call it in in the best way possible, like nerd funk, um, <laughs> because they are very, uh, they're very thorough in their, like, research of yeah. the stuff that came before them, mm-hmm. and they love to talk about that. They have all kinds of interesting videos where they'll be like, the three best, you know, guitar players ever are this guy, and it's like three guys who you don't really know by name, but appear on recordings that we've listened to a thousand mm-hmm. of times you know mm-hmm, throughout right. our lives definitely music yeah, nerds yeah totally exactly yeah, hardcore music nerds and you know it, they make pretty good stuff man i mean i love that song Dean town which is basically i think it was it's a play on teen town by Jocko pastorius okay um, oh nice okay you i know, didn't get that but you're, i think you're right yeah. it's a bass solo there's
3: a boston but, yeah. Yep.
0: i've seen i've seen videos that they've posted of like in you know packed clubs in europe where the crowd is singing every note of this bass solo. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know, man, it kind of gives you chills, because you're like, when's the last time you heard a crowd sing along to the bass solo? Yeah, um, yeah, and what, what makes, sure, what makes a,
1: a fan be that much of a fan? Like, what's, the, what's, the, what's behind the scenes going on here? How the hell do you sell out Madison Square Garden without a manager or a label?
0: I mean, they just have a very unique approach to the online game their mm-hmm. so their social media, their um they have a actually um you can buy the Volf compressor like a plug in <laughs> that that makes you that. sound Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put that out like two years ago, huh. I think. That's and, awesome. Uh, they've just got they've kinda have their own little scene going on and they're just monster players. They also have kind of this offshoot called the Fearless Flyers with a drummer named Okay, I've heard of them Nate, too. Smith, Nate Smith. Okay. I think is his name. Okay. And it's just super funky. <laughs> you know, just like a bass drum stuff and the other guitarist is in a band called Snarky Puppy which is another kind sure. of uh they fit in the nerd funk umbrella I would say yeah. but uh you know I saw
2: them on uh Sirius XM does uh, on their Jam On station they'll do some live in studio recordings and I saw them doing uh, a cover of Boogie on Reggae Woman the, Oh uh Stevie <laughs> Wonder track right it was so it was so good i mean they yeah. j- just so casually ripping this uh this cover off and just really talented guys.
1: It's it's just really refreshing and nice to hear a story like this. That article that you shared, which will be in the in the description, man, this that Jack Stratton guy is a beast. Like he is a machine. Yeah. Like he's just and at every point he's like, Well, I figured we could have hired somebody, but I'll do it. You know, it's just like, wow, that's right. what energy and time. And, and yeah, that guy's really yeah. impressive, really impressive operation they got on there. Yeah, and and doesn't Absolutely. he
0: say in the article, he's like, my his sort of mantra, you know, is his code is like, well, you know, I'm just going to pay the musicians as much mm-hmm. as I can, which is why he decides to do it, take it on himself rather than to... And, you know, that keeps guys around. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I, this might be a bit of a stretch, but I'm reminded of the wu-tang approach to like the music business where you have this group like a collective Mm -hmm. of really talented people and then you all do solo albums but then like it features the other guys so it's almost like you're making like seven albums a year you're reinforcing
1: like your your, yeah your collective yeah Yeah. everybody's
0: everybody's getting paid and that's i mean that's not an accident because like they'll either tour together and then they split off and they all do their own tours you have like Theo Katzman, who I believe is the guy who sings that boogie on "Reggae Woman" cover, he's a drummer. Okay, but, but they yeah. all switch instruments. You know that guy plays yeah. killer guitar yeah. too. You know, and so you have Theo Katzman, Jack Stratton, I believe Corey Wong is the guitarist, and then Joe Dart is the bassist. All those guys are like kind of the young lions, man. You know, they're 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 monsters at their instruments. Yeah, they really and, are. Um, that's great and so they have a plan and it's cool it's working out for them and I think it's hopefully a good template for other bands to follow in the future because they're not hurting anybody you know they're just they're going out there they're not stealing any, anybody's fans or you know stabbing people in yeah. the back they're just taking it on their, all on themselves and it's working out yeah and they really are a product yeah. of like hard and if, work
2: uh, <laughs> sorry go ahead Jay exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. well no I was just going to say you know if, if Madison Square Garden you know was having trouble you know filling evenings we could do a live podcast from there Oh yeah. Well, you know, did you
1: not get the invite? Yeah. We're still negotiating. You didn't. <laughs> okay, yeah. great. No, that's yeah, next Tuesday. fantastic.
2: Next, next tw- week. Yeah. Next Tuesday. Okay. It's yeah. a brunch. Can make that. But we'll make it we'll work.
3: See. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> impre- yeah. <laughs> the right. matinee
2: Tuesday show at now Discord Garden. Perfect. Actually,
3: yeah.
0: Actually, we, we we're going to hire Volkpek to play the the cocktail party afterwards. Oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. yeah, <laughs> yeah. They said they were available.
2: Sure, yeah, they'll be down for that Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, they love that.
2: Oh, badass. Well thank you, Greg. That's that's
0: Absolutely Jay. You're very welcome. Go (laughs) nets.
2: Go nets. So what are we talking about, Jay? What do we got? Well, no, I I know you guys have been waiting. I know you guys have been I know there's two big yearly events that happen, you know, once a year in the Rossman household and and one is, you know, when we go out to, to get the pumpkins for before Halloween. And the other one is when the Rock and Roll Hall Mm -hmm. of Fame announces their nominees Mm
3: -hmm. um, Mm -hmm.
2: for induction. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. that just happened Mm -hmm. yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Big news. Uh, I'm (laughs) sure you guys follow the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, day by day like I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I have a kind of a love-hate relationship with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it's a really actually a great museum. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. I
0: have. Yes, I have been there. Yeah, okay.
2: I have. I went maybe back 2002, 2003, something like that, and it was fantastic. I mean, I was really, really blown away by the quality of the museum and the quality of the building. And, you know, as a younger guy, I really enjoyed watching, you know, the shows, the induction ceremonies with these classic bands getting up there Mm -hmm. and, you know, they had like bands Mm -hmm. like Cream or the Yardbirds Mm -hmm. get, you know, get back together and and play together for the first time in a long time. But I I will say that they've kind of, in my opinion, jumped the shark a little bit, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not really their fault. I mean, there's nothing they can do. I think the moment that it, it, it jumped the shark for me was... When I saw Green Day on the list of nominees, <laughs> and I, mm. it's not that I don't know, like I I've, don't, I've know come that around. Green Day doesn't
1: deserve to be. I've come around on Green Day, <laughs> rock and roll hall fans. You come They're around. They're fine. I, I, I like Green I, I, Day a I lot. wouldn't pick them to listen to, but I've come around on like not hating them just because they were they were the popular fake punk punk band in high school.
2: Well, let me frame this conversation. This is not about. I'm going to throw out a lot of bands here, and I'm. This is not about hating them. I like all the bands on this list, or the list of inductees, them? or, uh, excuse me, nom- nominees, but that's not the point. Like, the Hall of Fame is supposed to be the upper echelon, you know, the you know the gold standards for rock and roll. At least I, I thought that's what it was supposed yeah. to be. You got a whole bunch of other questions. Like, it kind of has turned into the pop,
1: hip-hop Hall of Fame, too. Did they lose their right. way? Right. Which Did is okay. Did they lose their way, do you feel like? Or do, do you feel like we just got older and got more jaded? I think... I think it's. I think
2: it's more they didn't have a choice because stay relevant. You know they inducted all the great classic rock mm-hmm. bands, right? If they want to stay relevant, they can't really arbitrarily say, "Well, Green Day shouldn't have a shot at it because they should." Sure, sure. They sold more albums probably than most of the bands in the rock. Because they maintain their
1: popularity, and this is just a popularity contest, right? Amongst like what artists? Yeah, have... yeah, yeah. And it, it ultimately, it doesn't yeah. mean
2: anything, but you know, it did. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Like I said, it's a love-hate relationship with me. But at any rate, I thought what we could do here, we got a list of the nominees. And some of these people are on the ballot for the first time. And some of these people are on the ballot for a couple Mm -hmm. times. And it's kind of similar to the baseball Hall of Fame voting, where you have journalists vote on a list of potential nominees. And then everybody submits their votes privately. And they tally them up. And if you get above a certain percentage, then you get carried on to the ballot the next year. It's not exactly like that with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's a All lot right. more loosey-goosey. But anyway, I thought we could just run through the list here. Okay. I'll tell you whether or not they're first, first ballot or not. And the way that they're doing the online voting is that you get five votes. hmm So I thought that we could each decide... To distribute our own five votes, All right. as we saw fit, we can tally them up. Nick, if you could keep the tally, that would be I, fantastic. I, I got it. I can't talk and write at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm on it. I All can't right. read. Sorry. Right. Fantastic. You um, don't need to. So. You don't need to with that
1: face, Greg. <laughs> um, thank you. we're gonna be doing this in
2: al- alphabetical order. No, no order of preference. Oh, um, the first one on the list, the her first time on the ballot is Miss Pat Benatar. First time. That's right.
1: Love is a battlefield. Greg, what say you? <laughs> out nick I, I can't if i've only if i only have five votes i can't that would be two uh fair point catch you, that would catch be you on the three catch you on the, the second the, or third round miss benatar that would be the triple if I, x
2: I, if i had
0: 16 but <laughs> if i had 16 votes
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
2: <geez>. next up <laughs> next up also first first time on the ballot and this is just another good one the dave matthews band Nick, I know you're Sorry. a big fan. Come on, man. <laughs> Hall of Fame, right? Are you talking to me? I'm talking to Nick because I know you and I, Dave Matthews' band,
1: go way back. I love what Dave Matthews. I, yes, I would have to give. Right? I would have to give. The, I know Greg's not going to. And no, oh. but, that's not, but, but,
0: but that's not because I don't like them. It's just that, I mean, well, I don't, but like, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, it's because <laughs> you don't like them.
3: Go ahead. No, it's because, <laughs> you know,
0: they, 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 uh, whatever. They, they, they sort of... Uh, they they've got a thing, but uh, you know that's I only right. have five, I only have five votes. It's not your thing.
1: That's yeah. right. So,
2: Greg, you got the big X. Nick got a check. I'm gonna give him the X. I love Dave Matthews, but yeah. Okay. Next up, third time on the ballot, Depeche Mode. Mm. Greg,
0: oh, um, I st- I I only have five votes. Relax. And, yeah. <laughs>
2: Relax. Wait, that's Frankie goes to Hollywood.
0: Yeah. Never mind. Same I day, can't. Basically. I, there's a few of their songs that I love, but I can't give them a full vote. There's a, there's too many other good names on this list.
2: X from Greg, Nick. Nope. Nope. I also get an X. Next up, first time on the on the ballot. First somehow time, the Doobie Brothers. First time the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, and this is interesting because they no. were they were eligible like. Back in nineteen ninety five. I think it was the eighties like or and, something.
1: Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and for some reason that's this is the first time they've garnered enough support. But anyway, the Doobie Brothers. Greg, what say you about the Doobie Brothers? Yeah, I'm the, not brothers, gonna, doobie.
0: I, 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 the brothers doobie, I mean no thanks. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> X from
1: Greg. Jay? China Grove. Nick, come on. Jay, I wanna know your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I, I had him down for a yes. <laughs> Uh, yes
2: <laughs> are you okay. aware of
1: the size of this listener? <laughs> yeah I'm I'm might not out a, I should be out by now right
2: <laughs> you hmm. only got two but you're definitely the most optimistic <laughs> and and forgiving um, and, and you're really looking so forward right.
0: to, you're really looking forward to having a really boring afternoon at the rock and roll hall it <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: yeah, well, stops at the well you're not invited yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right fair enough
2: <laughs> all right next up Greg Yo, Whitney Houston, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Not
0: for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sorry, Thank can't you. do it.
2: Nick. No. No. Nope.
0: I, lo- I I mean, I love Whitney Houston, just can't. Yeah, no, sorry.
2: Fair. All right, next up, this is where it gets a little bit more interesting. Greg, Judas Priest, up for their second nomination. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Breaking the Law, British Steel.
0: They would be my sixth. <laughs> they would be my
2: sixth. <laughs> Yeah. So in other words, no. No, Nick. Nope. I'm gonna give Judas Priest a check mark.
0: Go ding, for ding. it. I will say this, just very briefly. I, I heard some early Judas Priest recently, and it's pretty killing. I like it.
2: They're a great band, man. Early
0: Judas Priest is 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 really cool.
2: They kind of defined a genre of 70s. I'm not British saying violin. I'm not gonna regret these votes. I'm just saying I'm not voting uh, yeah. for them. <laughs> okay. All right, let's keep rolling. All right, next up in the K category. Up for their sixth In the nomination K sixth. category. <laughs> That's right, the K category. Kraftwerk.
0: That you, weren't, we just, weren't we just talking about them? Oh no, that was Wolfpack. Yeah, it was Wolfpack. Uh, yeah. Wolfpack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Kraftwerk. I got, I got, got the mixed up.
2: Uh, uh, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, no, thanks.
2: No. Wow. You know, you
0: Nick. you do have five votes, Greg. I just. I I know, but he does not said any good ones yet.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Nick. I'm just kidding. No, I don't. I honestly, honestly, but that's really because I probably haven't given them enough. No enough on the craftwork. No on craftwork.
2: I'm giving Work the big check. I think that is a hilarious uh miscarriage of justice right there. All right, next up. I think we're all going to be in agreement on this one. The, up for their unbelievably fifth nomination. They've been nominated four times before and not made it. The MC5, The Motor City 5. Come on, Greg.
1: Uh, don't be! T- don't let the peer yeah, pressure get sure. to you. Don't let the peer pressure. No, 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 no! It's it's just, it's
0: been between them and and another person. I'm gonna have to. I'll go ahead and and, and put them in.
1: All yeah, right, kick out the check. jams. That's right. Greg got a check. Nick, I wasted mine on the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know? I got to know. Yeah. on the MC5.
2: You're gonna keep Michael McDonald. Come on, the they're Brothers, gonna get a sixth no chance at right. this. Come on. It's fine. All right, I spend my third vote on the MC5, no doubt. All right, next up, Motorhead in their first opportunity. Greg.
0: Yes. Yes. Over Judas yes. Priest.
2: No, I wasted mine. <laughs> <laughs> Motorhead, no. Uh, Motorhead, yes for me, absolutely. I can't believe that's a travesty that, they haven't, that they're not in already. Next, it gets more interesting. Up for their third nomination, Nine Inch Nails. Are you familiar with this band, Greg?
0: Yeah, buddy, we went to
2: go see him live,
0: and yes, a, a yes for me. Yeah, I know, but yes, yes. yeah. But they're, oh, also, they're yes. also for the but, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. They're, yes. they're one of my faves.
2: Yeah. Nick, yes, I say no. Okay, Notorious B.I.G. for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Greg,
0: I wish I could, but you know, I love Biggie, but it's just not the right fit. I can't, I can't justifiably put him ahead of some more in X rock Nick, and rolls. Yeah
2: you got uh two votes left
1: i know i know i do no i i'm keeping tally i didn't trust you so i'm keeping tally too. i actually <laughs> do have a tally that's that's really sad though we can talk about that later um <laughs> uh, i don't i didn't put i didn't put biggie in x i also give an x to the notorious big
2: though i love him uh next up third time on the ballot todd Rundgren. what say you greg pass pass nick I say that he is a wizard and a true star. Yeah, I expected But that. not a member of the Ooh. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ooh. That's three X's. All right, Soundgarden, first time up. Greg. Yes. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Soundgarden Nick. Yeah. Yes. I say no. First time up for this next band, kind of hard to believe, T-Rex, Mark Bolin. Bang a gong, get it on, Greg. Yes. Yes. And you're out. That's, that's your five. Yep. All right, Nick. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. It's That's my last five vote. for. And T Rex, I have to say, I wish I had a fifth vote. Or I wish I had a sixth vote. Excuse me, but mm. T Rex is gonna get the pass on me. All right, well, we only have two left, and you guys don't have any votes left. So, it's <clears throat> it's up between Rufus mm-hmm. featuring Shaka Khan mm-hmm. and Thin Lizzie. Mm-hmm. So clearly, I pick Rufus. No, I pick uh, mm. Thin Lizzy was my fifth choice. So, right on. There we go. All right, Nick, uh, as official tallyer, mm-hmm. um,
1: would you like to run through what what were Greg's picks? Greg's picks were um, T Rex, Soundgarden, Motorhead, MC5, Uh oh inch Nine-inch-nail. nails. Nine nails. Oh yeah, nine inch nails. There
2: it is. An Ace of Base uh,
0: hmm. next year.
1: Ooh. Yes.
3: Duh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and my five. I saw Nick? your five are uh, you got Judas Priest, Kraftwerk. MC5, Motorhead, and Thin Lizzy. I stand by that. That's fantastic, and Nick. I I uh, I I went ahead and, and voted for uh, Dave Matthews Band, the Doobie Brothers, <laughs> Nine Inch Nails, <laughs> Soundgarden, and T Rex, okay. and okay. I, and I I I feel okay about that. I think yeah, I'm good with that.
2: All right. Well, it's out there. We would love to hear you guys' opinions on this. Um, clearly, there's There's a multitude of opinions out there, and I, I, Nick, I would love to hear you defend uh, both the Dave Matthews Band and Doobie Brothers, but unfortunately, my segment is already up, so... And thank God. um, Yeah. (laughs) 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 So I thought for my uh, musical selection, I would pick one from uh, the Motor City Five, and uh, kind of a deeper cut. um, I suppose most people would want to hear Kick Out the Jams, which is a fantastic song, but I picked a song... Off of their first live, or excuse me, their first studio album called *Back in the USA*, and is the title track off of that, which is a cover of the Chuck Berry song of the same name. And this, since to just to tie it all in, this is uh, Lemmy from Motorheads, his favorite song off of his favorite MC5 album, *Back in the USA*. Boom, by the MC5. Thank you for uh, entertaining me, gentlemen. That was that was fun. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the MC5 with "Back in the USA." Nick. Hmm.
1: Uh. Talk. talk <laughs> All to right. Me. So the reason I picked the Doobie Brothers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, actually, okay. So I read this article about. I've been really excited about the new Tame Impala album, which is supposed to hit sometime ah. this year. I love I love I love Tame Impala um yeah and read an article about team and is really just this one guy kevin parker and uh he's having a heck of a time being done editing and talked a lot about you know how easy the process is now to just kind of jump back in he had actually released a single back in the spring that he's since gone back and remixed so the single that he released is not as it's going to be on the album apparently wow um and i i just i thought you know what that's that's interesting because it is, with the ease of technology, and I mean, heck, we're all sitting here in our own homes with mics and, you know, software that is multi-tracking software that can really do a, a million times more than they could do with a, with a full studio, you know, 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, A, I wanted to hear how you guys felt about this because because in reading the article, it mentioned some other artists that have actually... Gone back and edited songs that have been released on previous albums, and then made that the mm. the version of the song that's available for purchase. Like it's not mm. like a remix, right? It is. It, it's not a different variation on this song. It is. I've changed my mind, and I'm going to head going. I'm going to remix this song again and put it back out there. Yeah. Now I can totally identify with this. I never know when sure. a song is done. You're just too close to it. It's just too. You're too yeah. close. You kind of. Ha- for me I, I need like some other people to hear it and I've always been I think jealous is the right word I've always been jealous of, of, of musicians that just know when it's the way they want it to sound I, that's just not mm. something I, is my strength so I definitely identified when I heard when I read this story as as a problem that I I would most definitely have but then I yeah, I, I wanted to get yeah, you guys' sure. thoughts on it so when when is it appropriate to uh, remix a song well, that you've already released I feel for the guy mm-hmm because i've
2: been caught in that hell before in making my band the mm-hmm. sleepers we did an, an album uh, three three years ago and you know it was kind of left as an open-ended thing you know we were doing it on our own it was a diy project so we can take as long or as little time as we want mm-hmm. um unfortunately the downside of that is that you never feel like you're done and you just keep making little tweaks and you show up and you're like oh well i kind of want to make an organ sound here and or I want to redo that vocal and blah 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 blah. So I've been down that road and I for me it was just absolute hell on wheels because I just felt you never really feel satisfied? Mm-hmm. You never really feel like the song is done You net, and you just have to put an arbitrary end to it. So I feel for the guy and I can't, you know, I, I totally understand his motivation for doing that. I, You know, he mm. doesn't have the liberty of being a nobody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's doing all of this in public, it looks like. Yeah. It, it looks awkward as hell. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um,
2: I, but, I know. Uh, you know, I, I feel for him. And for me, it's just kind of trust my instinct that, like, if it's good enough, say it's done and move on. You know, that's
1: okay. It's okay. Greg, what do you, know, what, do you Greg, what do you think? Yeah, what do
0: you think, Greg? Um, well, you know, I think that Kevin Parker is uh, you know, one of the one of the front of the wave musicians out there, mm-hmm. you know? I agree like, with you. A lot of times like people will be like, "Oh, you got to hear this new band that's so great." And I hear it and I'm just like, "That's just a Tame Impala ripoff. You right. I mean? like, yeah. <laughs> you oh, know right. what I mean? It's like it all it, like so he's kind of the source of so much of what people are trying to do now. And mm-hmm. it's not like he's not ripping off other stuff, but you know, he does have his own voice and I just don't care, man. He can do whatever he wants as long as he's making music. That doesn't bother me at all. But um but I could, but as far as like being in his shoes, sure, you know, it it is a it's for any art we never know when it's done and uh, i think that's why it's important to set limits for ourselves and t- deadlines and you know eventually you're just gonna have to put it out there um you know one thing that josh home from uh, queens of the stone age would say is like you know if you, you, i gotta take the cookies out of the oven man you know mm-hmm. they're gonna taste like shit <laughs> you know Even I mean, like eventually you just gotta to get eat. it yeah <coughs> yeah you know and eventually you gotta take them out and um You got to put it out there and you got to have some balls, you know, and be like, you know, but that's, that's kind of my mindset now is like, just get it out there. It's not the last song you'll write if you've, you know, if and ideally you've learned something from the experience and you'll get to go back and do it again better the next time. I think that's, Um, I
1: think that's a great point. I think it's a great point. And and it actually got me thinking about the, when we did our Zappa series about his project object thing, which is because that kind of liberates him from liberated Frank Zappa from that. From that thing I, of, like, I'm this is so the glad, iteration I'm, of the song. I'm so
2: glad you brought that up yeah. because every time that I've come up against that since that's happened and since you kind of explained it the way you did, Nick, during that series, like, that's – it's brilliant. It's a it's a brilliant way to free yourself from the shackles of mm-hmm. this has to be perfect and has to fit into this album and, and make it feel <clears throat> such and such a way. If you just view your entire career as a project mm-hmm. –
1: yes um, yes
0: exactly then and, and
1: it, your then point of release it, is where I okay. was at that moment right I right. released it because right. that's where it was at that moment that's not right. to say that I'm not going to do a new a variation on that down the road but right. here it is
0: I, I, I would also uh, be um, remiss not to mention I think I'm saying that right to, yeah. not to mention uh, Masuga's re uh, <laughs> re-tracking of the album "Nothing" on eight-string guitars because they weren't even available yet. And, oh, you right. Know, that's right. So yeah. they had, there's the red version of "Nothing," which is like, and it's also it was mixed in a in a hurry uh, because they were trying to like get up. They they wanted to play Ozfest, mm-hmm. so yep. they like mixed it in a hurry. But, I mean, those they came those back guys and made, essentially
2: they, robots. I mean, <laughs> so they, they just are, need but, to be but plugged but in. <laughs> you I need you more know? string. They're like,
0: well, <laughs> they're perfectionists. You know, I say, uh, I say just, you know, if the product is good, I don't question the process. Yeah. That's, that's kind of yeah. my, that that yeah. that's the attitude I like to take with that kind of stuff.
3: Personally, well, for
1: sure. and, and that, and that actually, that, that's a great segue to my song pick because I, I went ahead and grabbed this track that was off of the last Tame and Powell album for my, for my song pick this week. Cause this song, when I first heard it, it, it was one of those songs that was like completely grabbed me first listen, kick my yeah. ass, like. Just I just went back and listened to it over again. So, Kevin, if you're listening, do your thing, man, because you're making some seriously good shit. So do whatever you got to do, and if that means remixing your stuff, that's fine. But but please let it, please let it come out soon. <laughs> yeah, and in uh, honor of that,
2: we're gonna release this episode of You Should Check It Out unedited. Ooh. We're just gonna stream it.
1: Yeah, cool. yeah, and catch us for brunch on Tuesday at the garden. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes.
0: them will be playing the cocktail hour. <laughs> oh, That's <yeah>. right.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Greg, if you could
2: just go ahead and get all that organized, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah, no, I, I have their email. It's,
2: it's, we're, cool. we're, we're, we're on it. All right. Just put it in the Slack. Hey, yeah. you know right, what? Well, Actually, to that, to
1: that point, I'm sorry. Oh. To that point, Greg, what is our Twitter handle? Because I don't think we've ever said to people that are.
0: Our Twitter handle, I believe, is just should check. Okay. And our Facebook is facebook dot com slash you should check it out. Our Instagram is you should check it out. Our website is you should check it out dot com. You know, we we I guess nobody Could. had thought of this fucking Could. handle before.
1: I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's, I feel good, I feel good <laughs> about, about uh, this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I feel good about that. Yeah, I do feel good about that. In this day and age, you yeah, know, right? it's not it's Heck not is. already owned. That's a
2: win. Boom. You know, that's right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Thank this you. This has been a lot of fun. Y'all have a great week. And. Gee. We'll see you next week And try to remember To let it happen Roll it